Welcome to the Clinical Podcast Series brought to you by the American Academy of Optometry Foundation. The topic for this episode is clinical factors associated with positive corneal culture in suspected microbial keratitis. And now I'd like to thank our host, Dr. Tom Quinn, our topical expert, Dr. Aaron Zimmerman, and our topical editor, Dr. Kelsey Steele. And now it's my pleasure to begin today's podcast. Welcome, you of curious minds, to the American Academy of Optometry's clinical podcast series. Today, we're going to look at, look at answering the question, to culture or not to culture? That is the question. And uh, our guest expert for today is Dr. Aaron Zimmerman. Dr. Zimmerman is professor of clinical optometry and chief of student health optometry services at the Ohio State University College of Optometry. Welcome, Aaron. Hey, thank you for having me, Tom. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. It's a treat. It's a treat. And everybody, I'm Tom Quinn, your host for today's event. We're going to discuss a paper that was authored by Matthew Green et al., published in the December 20, 2021 issue of the journal Contact Lens and Anterior Eye. So, Aaron, what did the authors want to explore in this paper? Well, Tom, the, the authors are trying to identify whether any microbial keratitis risk factors or clinical signs were associated with obtaining a positive corneal culture result. Okay, good. And, and why is that important? Yeah, well, you know, uh, as you know, corneal culturing is kind of a finicky thing. You know, um, as, as stated in the introduction of this particular article, positive culture rates in their own, in their own studies down in Australia vary between 42 and 71%. Um, and then from my own experience of culturing, a few contact lens microbial keratitis cases, um, you don't always obtain a positive culture. And um, additionally, um, I was a member of the uh, contact lens assessment in youth study group. And one of the papers we, uh, or one of the studies we ran, we actually tried to culture individuals eyelid margins and bulbar conjunctiva. Now these individuals were not microbial keratitis patients, they were individuals with corneal infiltrated events, but our culture positive rates from, a, from those samples were around 25% from the eyelid margin and 17% from the bulbar conj. So, you know, it, it's, uh, it can be somewhat unreliable when you're trying to obtain these things. Yeah. But the goal, the goal, right, would be if, yeah. if a micro can be isolated then you can select the medication that is known to be effective against that particular microbe. Right. Before we talk about the results, Aaron, you mentioned that this study was done in Australia. Is that something that the reader should be keeping in mind? Does that affect how we can potentially apply it to patients, if, for my case and your case, uh, here in the U.S.? Well, um, I think the good news is a lot of the microbes that are found with contact lens um, complications tend to be um, environmental um, or normal flora. But, you know, we always can think of like Pseudomonas, for example, and um, that is a waterborne microbe. And that is uh, one of the, the microbes that was found a lot in this particular um, retrospective analysis, but that's also found here in the United States and elsewhere. So 
Um, I do think that these the, the, the data that were collected um, do translate pretty well to uh, different geographic locations around the, around the globe. Okay, great. Uh, uh, before I ask you what the results were, you did mention contact lenses, so I'm suspecting they're part of the uh, part of the puzzle here. Go ahead. What what they find out? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, in the univariate analysis, okay, positive cultures ended up being associated with individuals who had microbial keratitis because of contact lens wear, uh, patients who were over age sixty. Uh, patients with visual entering visual acuity of 2080 or worse. Okay. And then some signs that were associated with uh, positive cultures were a large central epithelial defect, anterior chamber reactions that were uh, grade two plus or worse, a defect of two millimeters more in diameter. And the last one was no prior treatment with antibiotics. Now, those, those uh, univariate findings were thrown into a uh, multivariate model. And following that analysis, the things that stuck were visual acuity of 2080 or worse was, uh, was pretty strong. Um, those who wore contact lenses and developed MK over age 60, the anterior chamber reaction st stuck around and no prior treatment with the antibiotics. And the, uh, the investigators ended up doing another analysis and they calculated that the highest attributable risk percentage was the visual acuity of 2080 or worse. Okay. So if you, if you had a patient entering with a visual acuity of that, your odds of uh, finding or obtaining a positive culture were pretty high. They also looked and they, they looked at each of these factors and they, they uh, concluded that patients who had four or five positive factors had a 100% likelihood of, of obtaining a positive culture. Wow. Okay. okay. So and then as uh, those numbers went down, then the percentages went down as well. Yeah, 100% right. You're exactly right. Yep. Yep. Okay, great. Well, I think we learned a few things about rather the culture or not the culture with a given patient in the chair. If they're contact lens wear, if they're older, if they haven't been treated with antibiotics, and then if they showed some of those signs that you just reviewed uh, so eloquently. Wonderful, exactly. Aaron. Thanks for your insights on this paper. We appreciate your input. And everyone, thank you for listening. And a special thanks to Cooper Vision for their educational grant to make it all happen.